Matters with Jeff Boggs. Phone lines are open. Reach out and touch Jeff at 367-1240. And we are back four minutes after 11 o'clock, our Mellow Joy Coffee Time. A pleasure to welcome back to the show Mike Tarantino with the Iberian Industrial Development Foundation. Normally joins us uh, the day after IDF meetings, uh, schedules colliding. Uh, we are happy to have you back today, though, Mike. How hey, are Jeff. You? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Happy Friday. Happy Thursday. Friday. Friday. It is oh, Friday. Trust me. I know it's Friday. <laughs> Friday is It's been on that my kind of week. <laughs> uh, I, I was on island time going back about two hours ago. Right, you know, right. So. Wow. Anyway, good to have you back. I know you've yeah. been busy uh, out of town uh, mm-hmm. doing stuff, and yeah. this week uh, a busy week. In fact, uh, I enjoyed a Subway sandwich as a result of your seminar on was it Monday or Tuesday? No, it was Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, we had a we had a great um, a great seminar that we put together uh, in partnership with the SBA and Iberia Parish government. Um, it was it was uh, regarding how to get capital for your small business, and uh, you know, obviously, when you have a, a seminar with a title like that, you know, you get great turnout. And so we had fifty participants, which was a full house. Uh, held right here at the Robert B. Green Building here in New Iberia, and a great turnout. A lot of people interested uh, in uh, starting businesses, taking their businesses to the next level, uh, learning how to get that done. And so we're just really appreciative of, of course, all of our partners for providing the information uh, that these uh, business and entre- you know entrepreneurs really need. But we're really also happy that these folks came out, took time out of their day to attend and learn more because you know building small businesses from the ground up really is the backbone of any economy. So. Had a great had a great thing and subway sandwiches all around. Uh, bought here at our local subway. My timing so. was perfect. Heading back to my house for lunch and Evelyn walking in with a tray full of subways. Well, <laughs> you, absolutely. Or so happy we could help there. But yes. uh, no, great great turnout. Great, uh, and we hope to. And you know, we are going to be doing uh, more things like that. Uh, over the next months in conjunction with the SBA to get that information to uh, to folks all across the community. So be looking for it uh, either on our Facebook page at Iberia Industrial Development Foundation or uh, on Kane Radio right here where we'll certainly make that announcement as well. I know then uh, later that day I attended the parish council meeting with a uh a deep report. Yeah, I'm we, not going to say lengthy. It was deep. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, you know, we had uh, what we do quarterly is we go into the uh, parish council and give them a report on the state of things economically. And there's a lot of numbers that fly around, and that's just the nature of the beast, I guess. But we were able to uh, give a report on our economic indicators, which I, which I'll be happy to during uh, today's show, just to kind of give the uh, parish council members an idea of you know where the economy stands by the numbers. And there was a lot of good news. You know, a few challenges. In the mix, especially when it comes to the price of gasoline and things mm-hmm. like that, inflationary figures and stuff like that. Um, but but generally, overall, you know, things look pretty good, and we can dive into those numbers as we go. All right. So, uh, as you mentioned, the, the Iberian Industrial Development Foundation Board of Directors meets once a month, second Thursday of each month, uh, here at 101 Burke Street, beautiful downtown New Iberia. Uh, we're a real public-private partnership, so our board, you know, at a typical board meeting, you've got, you know, one side of the table uh, would be, you know, pub- your public officials, some elected, some appointed uh, leaders in our community. But on the other side of the table, you've got the other leaders of our community, which are business people, uh, private business people, uh, other other citizens that are in business that want to see our community grow. And so we're so appreciative do, of do, having Do you actually segregate them at the table? No, no. We oh. actually <laughs> mix them up. <laughs> I guess the proverbial table, yes, right? But uh, but no, we, 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 we mix them up pretty good. But great, great conversations there. Um, you know, that's just when private business gets an opportunity 
opportunity to communicate with public government about what they need to see. And this is public government's opportunity to let private businesses know about the plans and uh, what's necessary to make those plans happen. So really good, really good conversation there. So we always start our um, our board meetings with a few announcements for me, a few uh, bits of information for me, and I can share those with you today. I- Iberia Industrial Development Foundation is an investor-driven organization. We've got uh, members, both governmental and, and private, uh, that contribute. And so we're very thankful for those investors who help us do what we do. And so we single out once uh, one each month as our business member spotlight of the month. This month's business member spotlight of the month is the law firm of Landry Watkins, Rapaskin Bro. And we really appreciate those those good folks over at uh, the law firm uh, for all they do for our community and for really taking a, a, a big interest in our community and contributing to the cause and helping us in so many ways. So uh, thanks to the good folks there. Uh, we also have uh, we also take time out at the beginning of the meeting to um, to spotlight a commercial property site of the month. We've got so many great uh, sites that are uh, available either for sale or lease in our parish. Uh, too many to name. Uh, so we typically spotlight one and we showcase that for the entire month and so this month's commercial property spotlight of the month is located at 926 east main uh let's see right across from i'd say it would be across lewis street from papa john's uh across from uh tesh area mcdonald's right there a large area where the daily iberian was formerly located okay yeah it's just under two acres. It's got major traffic count, you know. There's a, and the realtor has some significant traffic count data uh, that can that that makes it a really great place to locate a business that uh, that depends on high traffic count. And uh, so the it's for lease, and uh, the the realtor that's that has it listed is Miss Cindy Herring, and uh, Cindy does a great job. And so we want to uh, let folks know you can contact Cindy at three three seven three six seven. Six seven six eight. That's Cindy Herring at three three seven three six seven six seven six eight. You can also find more properties that are available on our brand new website. Uh, we've just revamped our new our new website. Of course, same website address, which is iberiabiz.org. That's www.iberiabiz.org. Uh, you'll find a whole host of, of different tools there. One of those being a property locator. Uh, they, we, we're continuing to populate that part of the site, so there are many areas for sale or lease. So if you if your business is looking to locate uh, here, grow here, expand here, or just change locations, uh, that's a great place to uh, to look. So check it out. Um, our podcast uh, is is going well. The Mike Drop with Mike Tarantino can be found on Spotify or Podbean. Uh, we continue to populate it with episodes. The latest episode uh, we interviewed, and we the podcast is all about telling folks about Iberia Parish, the unique sights and sounds and activities, but also to showcase various uh, businesses to you know give a, paint a real picture of, of of all the various diverse businesses, unique businesses, job opportunities, good people, business owners here in town. And so uh, our latest uh, podcast was with Mr. David Mooney of the Hunter Group. Uh, he's a uh, Iberia Parish-based uh, uh, business that uh, focuses on renewable natural gas, uh, biogas, landfill gas, uh, all of the alternative energies and, and natural gases that come uh, uh, 
that are renewable around the country. Uh, and he, it's, a, it's a very interesting deep dive into what renewable gas, renewable natural gas can bring to the market, um, how those things work, and you know, carbon capture and sequestration and the whole thing. So check it out. I always think it's, I think it's very interesting that Iberia Parish has a lot of businesses and a lot of business people that most folks don't know about. So check that out. It was very informative and uh, look forward to having David back again soon. We've also got two episodes that will be up on the site very soon as soon as they go through the editing process. Uh, one is with the next one that will be up is with uh, Dustin Romero and Hale Trahan, the chairman and vice chairman of our newly created Emerging Professionals Committee. The IDF uh, chairman this year, Chad Coutois, uh, directed us to really focus, and I appreciate him doing so, to really focus on uh, emerging professionals, young professionals between the ages of, let's say, 25 and 35, who are just starting to invest in Iberia Parish. We wanted to get input from them. What would they like to see in the community? Uh, what kind of amenities are important to them and their growing families? As they network and begin to make business connections, how can we help them to make those business connections so that you know they can do their best live their best life here in Iberia Parish. And so they've done a great job of, of forming, and they've already had their first litter abatement service day. I was going to ask you about that. You, we had Dustin and you kind of back-to-back yeah. uh, in advance of that. How did it go? It was spectacular. This was their first uh, first time out, so in many ways it acted as a uh, a pilot program, if you will. Uh, it happened in the in the what I'll call the dead of June, which is probably one of the hottest weeks of the year. Uh, we had a tremendous turnout. 30, I would say, so participants in the Litter Abatement Day picked up uh, litter and trash at various entry points to not only New Iberia, but other points in the parish. 60, 67 different, you know, bags of of, uh, of litter were picked up that day. Uh, local, the local Boy Scout troop came in and decided to participate with us, which we're very thankful for. So, a really good first uh, shot out. They are they are planning to do uh, another event in the spring, and uh, you know, another litter abatement. Um, uh, day in the spring and we'll be bringing those those dates to you soon i just really appreciate uh, those folks getting out there we participated as well and uh, just a really great opportunity to clean up you know the you know to, to continue to remind people about how important it is for our community to be as presentable as possible and to continue to remind people to you know please don't don't throw your litter out the car window uh, you know put it place it in the proper receptacle uh it, it makes a difference i mean yeah we've got to change the culture of just people so willingly and it's not always willing sometimes things accidentally fly out of a back of a truck or a window open window and things like that but let's face it most of it could be prevented yeah and just 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 mostly out of awareness and just how important uh, that is across the board and so we appreciate them we also appreciate iberia parish government for you know having their hazardous waste day right around the same time so we could continue to you know to focus the message on litter abatement and so that went really well and so our next podcast that'll be posted probably in about a week uh, will be our interview uh, with dustin and hale so that went very well as well and one that's in the hopper we just did it this week uh, that'll probably be up be posted in about three weeks maybe four weeks out uh we just did an interview with wendell verrett the uh the uh director of the twin parish port commission and uh the port of delcom and the head honcho i'll, I'll give him that title the head honcho over at the delcom seafood and farmers market uh we had a great interview with with wendell and uh wendell kind of filled us in on all the great things going out on out there with the seafood and farmers market and so uh, be looking for those uh podcast episodes real soon next one for Delcom is next Saturday, a week from tomorrow. So absolutely, we'll be probably joined by Tammy Gordon with the Port of Delcom on Wednesday. Absolutely, and 
the world-famous, world-renowned Delcom Shrimp Festival coming soon. Yes. Check that out, folks. I think it's it's in August. I, I, I don't the dates escape me off the top Usually of my head. It's around the middle of the month, uh, I would venture S- guess either the 18th through the 21st or the week before. Yeah, we'll get you the we'll get those dates in. But folks, I I highly highly uh, recommend that you mark out that weekend and uh, go down and help us celebrate the the great seafood industry in Delcom. It's a great time, great food, great music. Uh, and a great time. So uh, be looking for those podcasts as we go. Of course, we got that out of the way and then immediately uh, had the opportunity to celebrate uh, what, what is a huge community win, and that is the uh, the announcement of Aviation Exteriors expansion. Uh, AVEX uh, is a longtime uh, Iberia Parish-based business with an international reach. Uh, they've always done ex- an exceptional job of uh, aircraft painting, you know, heavy jet painting for major airlines, Air Force One, military aircraft, you name it. Uh, they were recently acquired by uh, an investor who is coming in and really doubling down. Uh, and so in addition to those painting lines, they're, they're, they've announced an expansion, a $2.5 million expansion that will result in 100 new jobs. It'll also help them to retain the existing 85 jobs that they have out there right now. So ostensibly doubling their workforce. But they're going to be adding uh, maintenance, repair, and overhaul lines to what they do out there, which is tremendous. That's something that myself and the airport uh, commission and the airport director have been looking to expand out there for some time. So in addition to the great quality painting, they'll also be doing repair, uh, maintenance, repair, and overhaul out at AVEX. And so we really appreciate their investment. It was a great uh, announcement. Um, the jobs will be great, good quality jobs. And so uh, thanks to AVEX and all the staff out there for everything they do. Uh, welcome uh, to Jerry and the, and the new uh, leadership group out there uh, that are uh, coming into our community. And so thank you for all your investment. No doubt. So that was very exciting. So uh, we moved on. I uh, mentioned the new website, uh, org. I'd encourage folks to go check that out. There are a lot of great tools there. It's really meant uh, and has been designed for site selectors, folks that uh, make the decisions. Site selectors are a profession. They're not this, you know, this uh, imaginary group of people. Site selectors are actually professionals that come from site selection firms around the country. Uh, that that help uh, businesses, corporations, and investors decide where to expand. And so they really are the decision makers from a recruitment perspective that we really want to showcase. We also want to make sure that as people, uh, you know, regular business owners that look like they, they want to expand or grow, that they have the data and they have the information that they need. And so as we developed the new IberiaBiz.org website, uh, we kept that in mind. And so uh, I think folks will enjoy what they see, and so we encourage folks to go check that out. I also had an opportunity. I was invited by the parish president uh, to um, join uh, the parish delegation that went to the National Association of Counties Convention. Uh, And, you know, it's an annual convention where counties all over the country come together to share ideas, to share information, to learn about the latest trends, to learn about what uh, the best communities in the country are doing in a whole host of different ways. You know, infrastructure, uh, 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 sewer, uh, broadband. Uh, you know, how to manage finances, uh, you know, you name it, and also in economic and workforce development. So uh, I appreciate Parish President Larry Richard's invitation to join them uh, in that group. I had the opportunity to uh, 
to spend a lot of time in the economic development and workforce development uh, uh, breakout sessions. They must have been, I must have attended, I think, between 10 and 14 different sessions uh, over the week. Just a lot of great information and uh, uh, also had an opportunity to spend a lot of time with uh, Councilman Eugene Olivier, uh, who is there as well. His focus, you know, he's got a large focus and they're very oh, yeah. involved with NACO. Uh, his focus, I know, has been on infrastructure, transportation, uh, and a host of other things as well. So uh, Mr. Richard was there as well and, and attended, you know, all of the executive committee stuff and, you know, just, just a lot of great things uh, going on across the board. And so thanks, uh, thanks to everyone. And I think that I thought that was a great uh, thing to attend. Uh, there was a large discussion. Mayor Carol Bourgeois of uh, Generette is on our board as well. We had a significant discussion within our board about uh, grocery offerings in uh, Generette. You know, uh, in case you missed it, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was a, a pretty tragic fire in Generette over the last month or so uh, where there are only full service grocery uh, burned down. And so uh, that's left Generette without, you know, full service grocery uh grocery opportunities and so uh the good news is rain tree market which is right next door has has uh stepped up and at their own cost is providing transportation from generate to rain rain tree market so for those that don't have transportation uh to be able to get the groceries that they need we're also looking to uh assist in any way we can to uh help the folks that were uh that were that own the grocery that were devastated, but also to help do what we can to help recruit additional grocery services into Generette. So there was a large discussion about how important that is. What's the uh, status there, the plans, I guess? Are there any set plans to well, rebuild or reopen? Well, some of those are a little, a little close to the vest, but from what I understand, you know, they're, they're, the last update that I got was, you know, there's a large investigation going on right now as to, you know, how that fire was, mm. you know, how that fire began and what started. You know, they got to go through their insurance process, which is, you know, never a, a quick thing. Um, and, you know, they've got to make their, their uh, internal plans based upon that. But, you know, they, uh, you know, they, they, there's a lot of interest there. They're, they want it to, they want the process to move as quickly as they can but you know you gotta those things unfortunately take time and so uh, in the meantime rain tree market is is offering those uh, those transportation opportunities and so uh you know we want to be as helpful as we can uh we've had some success in the past uh with uh, assisting in that respect in other iberia parish communities and so we appreciate the mayor inviting us to be part of that discussion no doubt uh, there was also a discussion as well. You may have heard me. I've, I've talked. I've mentioned it in this show before uh, that uh, infrastructure, utility infrastructure, is so very important to various sites around our, our parish. And right now, there's a big focus on how we can extend natural gas utilities out in the gen, what I'll call the general Acadiana Regional Airport area. Uh, there, there's a, a, a process that we're working on to increase the capacity of natural gas, the amount of natural gas that's available in those areas. Uh, Parish President Larry Richard, uh, Councilman Paul Landry, uh, State Representative Bo Boyer are all part of those discussions as well. And so we're making progress slowly but surely. Uh, that's a that's a, a big a big discussion about how you can bring more natural gas capacity into the area. Uh, but we are making slow but steady progress, and so we hope to to be able to uh, make a, a significant dent in that in that need uh, going forward. Uh, we also hosted that SBA seminar that I mentioned before. It was held on uh, July 27th. Uh, great turnout. And, again, thanks to SBA and Iberia Parish Government for partnering with us on that. And uh, look forward, we look forward to being uh, able to have more of those kind of offerings this year. Uh, it will be coming soon. Also congratulated uh, the Iberia Parish uh, attendees of a recent uh, course that uh, called Accelerate Iberia that was 
offered uh, there, there was a part another partnership uh, UL Lafayette the lead center their economic development center uh, in Lafayette IDF and Greater Iberia Chamber of Commerce came together uh, to sponsor the Accelerate Iberia program this was another way that uh, entrepreneurs and small businesses could get in there and take get an accelerated advanced program uh, on how to get businesses started uh, there were in the recent Accelerate Iberia program there were 13 uh, uh, graduates from Iberia Parish. So congratulations to those uh, Iberia Parish entrepreneurs that uh, completed the course. Uh, looking forward to great things. And uh, hopefully... It was like the three-week session, yeah, three consecutive Absolutely. Wednesdays. A, a yeah. really, really deep dive, an advanced uh, class there. And so uh, we, we were appreciative of our partners and look forward to uh, not only to, the, to what those 13 entrepreneurs will do, but also looking forward to offering that accelerated class again. And we'll make sure to get the word out when we can make that happen. Uh, back to Mayor Car- Carol Bourgeois, we talked about the uh, the grocery discussion. Uh, he also mentioned that that Generet is is working hard on a uh, grant to improve the sewer systems there in Generet, and also he mentioned that uh, you know they had a recent program of street improvements in Generet, a lot of overlay, and that uh, they're they're continuing to improve to do their street improvements program in Generet. Um, you've heard me talk many times about how important it is for uh, our infrastructure to, you know, for infrastructure to be right for businesses to locate and for people to be able to access those businesses. And so, congratulations to Generate for focusing, being able to focus and find the dollars in these in these times to be able to continue that street improvement program. Uh, new superintendent of schools, Heath Uland. Uh, it was uh, sure he it, finally did take over. He did, and uh, we're so happy to have him on our board as well. In his report this month, he mentioned that uh, so far at this particular juncture, the, the overall Iberia Parish student count is down slightly, which, of course, is a concern. Uh, and so the, he said, you'll see our school system and our school board uh, really focus on putting together a campaign to increase enrollment uh, here in our area. There are a number of reasons for that. Uh, for, for instance, he mentioned that, that school hasn't begun yet. Well, that's <laughs> part of it. No, no, no. I, no but but yeah, people are registering right. and they're doing their counts. Right. Yeah. But also that, um, you know, there's 250 different uh, enrollees in homeschool in our parish. And many of, you know, there, there are some that, you know, just frankly don't register until after the school year gets started. And so it's just important. You may have seen in media about uh, about the superintendent putting together a uh, attendance, se- you know, appointing a sec- an attendance secretary yes, and yes. stuff like that. And so I think that there's this big focus on uh, a campaign on increasing enrollment because those enrollment numbers, you know, we want to make sure that uh, they want to make sure that uh, all of our local students are, are you know, uh, in, in class and, and, and learning. Um, and, you know, they want to have the most accurate count possible for a whole host of different reporting purposes. And so uh, there's a big going to be a big focus on, uh, you know, making sure that uh, if you're supposed to be in school, you're in school um, because we know that that's where students do their best learning. So uh, so I, I think it was a, a great report from him as well. He also mentioned that uh, this year they were so very happy uh, with their NASA STEM program that they offered over the summer. Uh, they were able to bring NASA in and they did a, a real a, a very uh, detailed focus on on STEM related. It's, it was a camp, mm-hmm. and, and it was an opportunity for for students to really get hands on with uh, with you know uh, science, technology, uh, uh, you know engineering mathematics uh over the summer they had 120 kids that were registered which was full capacity it's so successful that they're hoping to be able to do it again real soon 
Mr. Mickey Bellot, who's on our board as well, representing private business. He's, a, he's also a major uh, provider of bed and breakfasts and, <laughs> and uh, you know, very involved with the Downtown Merchants Association, Downtown Business Association. Uh, he mentioned that uh, his short-term rentals are up significantly, so a lot of travel going on right now, a lot of tourism going on right now, a lot of people who want to uh, experience Iberia Parish and experience New Iberia, so that's certainly good news as well. And uh, on the report front, the the chamber, uh, Mr. Rob Cowan, who is on the chamber board, uh, represents the chamber on our board. And he mentioned that uh, the annual banquet was coming up. It actually happened last night. And uh, so I hear a very successful annual banquet was had. uh, the and the speaker this year, the, the keynote address uh, uh, speaker this year was uh, Verge Osbury Jr., who is the deputy a- athletic director at LSU. Verge and I go way back. He and I are the same age and actually attended school together for many years. Good friend. And so happy that uh, Verge was able to come in and uh, give some a really motivating uh, discussion about leadership uh, in our community. So uh, congrats to the chamber on a successful annual banquet. I heard, uh, you know, things were, things were great. Food was great. Uh, it's, it's really, you know, Thomas Fogu talks, calls it the, uh, the biggest business meeting of the year, and it certainly was that. Good. Um, then we went over some economic indicators. I can give you a quick, a quick follow-up on that as well. And I'm kind of using my phone here to access those numbers. So the Iberia Parish unemployment rate, just to kind of give you an idea, in we, we typically report confirmed numbers. So they put out preliminary numbers, and then it goes through a couple right, of right. checks, and, and then they come out with a final number. number. Right. So the numbers that I'm going to give you now are basically the confirmed numbers. So that's the latest number is May, and I can give you some insight into this last month, but the latest confirmed numbers are May. And this is where it got a little complex when I was reporting the other night. So in May of 2021, we had an eight. 0.2% unemployment rate, which was which we were really excited about because it was coming down at that point from a high of about 14 to 16% during the pandemic time, you know, during the lockdown time frame. So 8.2% in May of 2021, uh, May of 2022, 4.6%. So yeah. we're coming down uh, exponentially. Uh, there's the preliminary number for June. Is it about 4.2%? I think the governor said statewide 3.8. We so, may, it may yeah. come down even a yeah. little bit more than that. So, so it's, it's continuing to come down, which is certainly a, a healthy thing um, across the board uh, as well. Let me get back to the next, uh, next thing I wanted to talk about, which is retail sales. Okay, so retail sales. So in uh, just to kind of give everybody a feel, in June... Of in June of this year, we'll go with June of this year's numbers. One hundred twenty-two million, a little bit more than one hundred twenty-two million dollars in retail sales. That was down a little bit from May of this year, but significantly higher than June of last year. So, and we're talking about close numbers, but still staying up in the above one hundred twenty million dollar range. Uh, still showing strong retail sales. Economists say that a, probably one percent of that number comes from the inflation effect uh but very strong numbers it's showing that uh you know people are continuing to shop local uh people from the surrounding communities are continuing to come in and shop in iberia parish it is really a tribute to our merchants and also to consumers who who keep their money here close at home these are really really good strong numbers uh for our uh, economy uh as well Uh, let me get over here to oil and gas statistics 
Okay, so drilling permits, uh, these, are, these are people who, because of high oil and gas prices rec- uh, recently, are now interested in applying for permits in Louisiana, uh, on Louisiana lands and Louisiana state waters. This does not include uh, federal, federal leases. So uh, there are four, currently 45 per- new permits out there for the, for the, the latest month, uh, which is significantly higher than uh, this time last year. So uh, the, you know, the high number right now, about 83, about 83 permits um, a- applied for, I think the number is going to be even higher as these oil and gas numbers continue to stay higher. Speaking of oil and, and rig count, you know, we've got a, we've got a pretty strong uh, rig count as well. And as those permits get approved, the rig count would potentially go uh, even higher. So oil and gas per barrel prices. And this is, you know, these prices are what make people want to go out and drill, right? So just to kind of give you a feel, in May of 2021, we were at $67 a barrel and some change. Uh, I have the main number of $110 a barrel, but we all know that over the summer it went up as high as $130 a barrel and has begun to settle down a bit. I think the latest number that I pulled was around $98 a barrel. So that re- that's what's reflected in the higher gasoline costs, but not only in higher gasoline costs, and I'm going to talk about natural gas here in a second. As a matter of fact, let me go to that number. Natural gas prices. So again, perspective, May of 2021 was at $2.80 a unit. Uh, in May, it had gotten up as high as $7.40 a unit. And when I checked it the other night, it was at about $8.20 a unit. So natural gas prices go up, price of oil goes up. That creates more drilling and, and production opportunities. But it it's also reflects in the higher cost of gasoline. But it also reflects in the, in the higher cost of electricity, the higher cost of utilities. I know a lot of folks across our state, across our nation, are seeing significantly higher rates when it comes to your electricity bill and your, your gas bill and stuff like that. And so these, all of these things are interconnected in many ways. And so, uh, you know, it's a double-edged sword mm-hmm. in many respects. But, you know, depending on what side of the, of the page you're on, um, you know, good, strong, high, good, strong numbers. Uh, and hopefully those utility costs will come down over time. And uh, that's that's what I had on the economic indicator front. All right. Uh, anything on the horizon uh, you can tease? Yeah. So we're right now you're going to see a big focus over the next few months. We'll be putting out a press release very shortly celebrating uh, the recent uh, le- legislative session uh, in the last in the last uh, last month, I had an opportunity to to uh, thank our legislative delegation for all their hard work over the last session. Iberia Parish really came out well uh, in in those things. One of those projects, uh, we've been working very hard with uh, together with uh, UL Lafayette on a bio innovation center project uh, out at Progress Point. Those things, you know, the the legislature has come through and is helping us with helping UL with those dollars to get that built. And uh, so we're at the preliminary stages of putting that design together. So you're going to see a big focus on bioinnovation, biomedical, uh, working with pharmaceutical companies. Um, it's been a real team effort uh, not with you know legislators, IDF, Iberia Parish government, uh, pharmaceutical companies uh, across the board. Also at a regional level, there's been a lot of support from One Acadiana and those other regional organizations that have really been partnering with us to uh, to make this thing happen for Iberia Parish. And when it does, and we'll go into some, I'll, you know, be happy to share some more statistics, some more positive statistics with you as this project moves forward. If we can make this happen here, which we 
which we certainly feel we can. Uh, it'll be a significant project to diversify the economy, uh, some extremely uh, good quality jobs, uh, a really great annual salary for folks, a whole line of work to support what's the cutting-edge world-class research that's already going on at the New Iberia Research Center. And we're just really excited for what this is going to bring to Iberia Parish and Acadiana Regional. So that's what's on the immediate immediate uh, plate, and uh, we just continue our economic development other than that. Very good. Mike, always a pleasure. I may be seeing you again real soon. Next IDF meeting, is that the uh, 11th? Yes, so very soon. Looking forward to it. All right, Mike, always a pleasure. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it.